Yeah, we're doing the Sarcos one. We're doing it. My phone was... I can't get any more information because my phone was running out of batteries. And I put it on LTE. It's not on 5G anymore, so... Yeah, I usually charge it up. I'm usually good at it, but Sunday. It's 4th of July weekend. I had some banquet beers last night. I had a couple banquet beers today. So, Sarcos. It's the Sarcos, as promised. I don't know if you guys are ready for this right now. I don't know if you guys are ready. It's going to get windy, too. And I also apologize for last night's episode. Um, there was no... The, the intro. It was wrong. It didn't make sense. No, there's a thing that switches on and off with the Bluetooth. And when we record the intros, it, it's a long story. But if you powered through it, thank you for powering through it. Today, for the first time as promised, I'm actually gonna follow through. I figured it's the 4th of July, we're trying to become a better person. So why, what better idea, what better way than to actually follow through with Sarcos? Yeah, this is the Sarcos episode, you guys. Well, spoiler, spoiler alert. Sarcos, well, spoiler alert, Denali's 20,310 20, feet. I said 23,000. So there's been a correction to that. Not 23,000, 20,310. You know, they say it goes up about, it grows about, it, it gets higher at the same rate that your fingernails do. So if you could imagine. And then also the commercial in last, in last night's episode, that was the anchor commercial. That was my fault. I had a, it was, I wasn't even that wrecked at that point. Not yet, not then. But I always forget about the monitors and the Bluetooth speaker and microphone once you toggle back and forth. So I'm actually going to take a bunch of pictures. We're gonna I'm going to sell you on some Sarcos robots here. Spoiler alert again. I came up with the Scuba Sarcos, and they had just there's a press release about they some patented. It's a subsidiary. It's a fully owned subsidiary of Sarcos. And Sarcos, I, I do have the the ticker name. Now, we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. But basically, I'm gonna do what I do here. We're gonna sell some robots. We're gonna sell some robotic equipment to either foreign buyers, we're just gonna be American, we're gonna be a cowboy, or local Americans. Doesn't matter, I'll sell some robots. <laughs> oh fuck. I hope it ends up being good. Even the show's off to a pretty rough start as it is. Well, I don't want to rehearse these shows too much, and I'll tell you why, because nobody listens. So it's like I could spend hours putting something together, like Saturday morning zounds with that I did with with Muse. Or Marina and the Diamonds, Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Oh, cool, Zero Listens, that's great. Well, I'm glad I put a lot of time and effort into that. You know, some housekeeping issues. I've gotten a, f a few emails, I've received a few emails from, I don't know if it's Marina, Marina, <laughs> Marina Diamandis? I don't know if it's Marina and the Diamonds people trying to reach out to me. I would love to date her. It's Lana Del Rey, Chemtrails Over the Country Club. I would love to date either. 
Lana Del Rey at Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Well, I've let everybody down. I've let all my listeners and fans that tuning in, listening in at home, I've let them all down. I don't think it's too much to ask to not have like dead grass in your boots, man. I hate that so much. Because I can't ever find it. It just gets all itchy and irritated. No, I've got a few times from Lana Del Rey's people. I guess they're contacting Spotify, Anchor, and they're like, hey, do you have rights to this song? And it's like, I, the whole song, it's called Saturday Morning Zounds. The whole episode is based on me commenting and critiquing or educational value, if anything, about this song, about this artist. Like, it says it right there. Have you listened to the episode at all? They're, like, getting me on this copyright thing. It's like, dude, I'm, no, I'm not getting rid of that. No, I'm not taking it down. I talk about the entire song. It's the whole point. Can I use it? I can use it. Fair use. That's when I got to thinking. I was like, well, maybe it's her people. Maybe she's like, I want to talk to Bling. I want Bling to be my boyfriend. But I thought it was Marina and the Diamonds. And then now I'm only to realize it's Lana Del Rey. It's like, well, I got to rethink my strategy here. Because if she really is trying to reach out and get a hold of me, you know, how do you contact me? Yeah, you have to get creative and her people are getting creative and I, yeah, hey, I noticed. Lana Del Rey, I'm noticing. Now, I don't know if you listened to that podcast, that episode at all, but I talk about your song the entire time. I hope I got it right too. I was just trying to guess where the motivation came from from that song and how like, just for one weekend, or if you're with someone, your, close, your best friend, family member, brother, sister, someone you have fun with. And just for one weekend, you're leaving your jewelry on in the swimming pool, and you're talking, you're freaking rapping about chemtrails, country clubs, having a little back and forth about chemtrails, because who cares? We're just having fun this weekend. I don't really know you yet, Lana. Um... I'll have to look into it. I'll have to consider things. And if if your background check comes up clean, then yeah, we can probably go on a couple dates. Just keep in mind that it's going to take about two weeks, and I have to know where you are during that entire two weeks before we before we even talk about kissing or holding hands. Because if, if there's a where have you been, went to the store, I went to the country club, like Lana, did you wear a mask? Now, if you're going to be honest, you know, no, I didn't. Like, that's another two weeks then. Got to wait. We're at day 10. Now we got to wait another 14 days. It's three weeks before we can even, like, break that physical... You know, that, that touch. That physical touch. And not, not in a creeped out way. Just watching a movie. Gently place my hand right above your knee. Leave it there. We'll see, we'll see if you're into it. If you recoil, if you get it, if you're not into it, I just, hey, all right, all right, just take my hand off, get my coat, get my things, and I'll, I'll see myself out. Because, I mean, you're not trying to waste anyone's time. I'm not trying to waste anyone's time. I'm not trying to get anyone sick either. I know you're not trying to get me sick. I mean, you're reaching out, trying to chemtrails over the country club. I just remember seeing your poster, Lana, I remember seeing your poster 
Uh, it's a place in Salt Lake City called Grey Whale. Grey Whale. And your poster was up, and I, I used to always think, like, yeah, she's really pretty. But I never thought, I mean, I'm flattered. That's, that's really nice of you to, to listen to my podcast, you know, and to come, find creative ways to to ask me out but uh, let me just think about this is all going this is all so sudden it's going kind of fast you're moving kind of fast you're coming on a little strong so just let's just relax a little bit take a break i don't think i like where this relationship is headed already i'm having second thoughts there's red flags all of a sudden you're getting a little pushy all right all right well i wanted to do i mean i wanted to impress lana with my my salesman skills of selling robotics and I'm not, I'm only criticizing, it's constructive criticism, if, I, if anything, for Sarkos. I'm doing an entire episode on Sarkos and Lana Del Rey and Marina the Diamond. I saw, I saw Marina back in October of 2016. It was sometime around there. Sometime, I'm pretty sure it was October of 2016. But it was the fall-ish. And I was blown away blown away what a performance marina and the diamonds she's very easy on the eyes in my opinion i think she's welsh isn't she like Catherine zeta jones easy on the eyes for sure i like lana too i hey i'm i'm into americans just just the same i like i'm everyone's equal so don't start there's no cat fights I'm telling you, these are red flags. I don't like this already. I don't like where this relationship is headed. You're acting all jealous. Why are you jealous of Marina? You guys are both very talented artists and singers. You guys are very talented singers. You guys can perform. So, Lana, will you apologize to Marina and say you're sorry and give her a hug? We're not going, we're not leaving until you do. All right, everyone, it's the Sarkos episode. We're going to get into it, into into the second segment. It's 4th of July weekend. Remember, don't, don't drink and drive, you guys. All right, we're going to try and do this. It's Sarkos. Sarkos. <clears throat> For more than 30 years, Sarkos has created dexterous robotic systems designed to master the world's most dangerous and unpredictable environments. Sarkos Robotics is revolutionizing the future of work across the private and public sectors through its advanced line of robotic products that augment rather than replace humans. By combining the intelligence, instinct, and judgment of humans with strength, endurance, and precision of machines, the result is a workforce that is not only safer, but significantly more productive. We're talking about profits, you guys. We're talking about making profits. We're talking about treating our employees right, letting them go home early while we still rake it in. They don't have to work as long, but we can still, we can still give them some raises because we're making more money. These, these robots are getting things done a lot sooner than we planned. So go home, yeah, look for your bonus. Look for your Christmas bonus early. Right? That's what we're doing this. We're making profits. Safety first, but profits. And taking care of families. Americans. Or wherever wherever home is. Whatever you call home. It doesn't have to be Americans. 
uh, Sweden and Finland, I believe. Uh, no, was it? Yeah, Finland, Sweden and Finland, the NATO. So, hey, wherever you're from, wherever you're, whatever you're looking for, Sarcos, we can, we can get it for you. Save lives and prevent injury while helping humans go farther and accomplish more than ever before. And I've, I've kind of been hinting towards this. I, I definitely want to wait till the end because it's kind of a surprise that I got, you know, it's, it's, it's calm. Look, we can start it off with the chainsaw right off the bat if you guys want to do that. Those are comps. We're just going to throw those in. Just for coming coming out to Sarcos and talking to me and checking out these robots, we're just going to throw in the cherry picker chainsaw. That's comp. That's on us. That's a thank you for considering Sarcos. Now, that that's just a chainsaw. That's a That's a... That's your, that's your door prize. Our experience, dedication, and ability to deliver where no one else can has earned us a reputation as a true technology leader with a singular focus on the people we serve. So it doesn't matter where you're from, what country, what nationality, ethnicity. Our singular focus is on you, the people that we serve. That's Sarcos. Now, hold on. Any questions so far? Because I'm not done yet. I mean, we're. I'm just getting started. I know you guys are pretty, <laughs> pretty amped on, on those chainsaws. But let me tell you a little bit about Sarcos Defense. That's also why we're here, right? To protect our homes. I mean, like I just said, NATO, Sweden, Finland. You, someone's got to supply some serious weaponry to these countries and the United, United States is going to do it. Working with the United States Department of Defense and other federal, state, local, and international government agencies, Sarcos Defense identifies capability gaps and undertakes research and development efforts as well as rapid systems integration to transform Sarcos commercial products into specialized, mission-ready solutions that meet the specified requirements. And that's what I was gonna, specified requirements. Okay, well, I'll let the cat out of the bag early. Okay, look for this motorcycle to roll by. I'll let the, we won't wait until the end. I'll bring it up again at the end, but I'll tell you right now. We're gonna have our dessert before the main course. I, if you guys buy a certain amount, but don't worry about it. I'll still work. I'll still work with you if you don't buy a certain amount. I want to get to the top of Denali. Do you think anyone criticized Lindbergh when he was crossing the ocean on a plane because he, he didn't do it on a boat? He didn't row a boat. What about the space shuttle? Neil Armstrong, Buzz, Tom Hanks, Apollo was Apollo thirteen, Apollo eleven. Paul Th Tom Hanks was up there. They didn't do it though. They didn't. They didn't go to. They didn't get to the moon. They had some complications. And you think anyone? Do you think Neil Armstrong criticized them for having complications? They didn't get to the moon. No, of course not. Because they they still got up there. That's they, fine. That's what I'm. My point is, I'm I'm gonna sort of fabricate one of these scuba robots that we got. 
and I'm gonna make it out of really lightweight, kind of aluminum composite, carbon fiber. It's a little expensive, but I'm just gonna throw it in. If, hey, if you guys decide to buy some robots, I'll just throw it in and I'll pay for a trip to Denali. And whoever wants to go up first, and we'll just ride off the bus and just go, see you later, everybody. We're going to the top. And then when they get to what, base camp? We'll just be running down. Hey, see you later, guys. It looks, the view's great up there. Good luck. Because we're on that robot. It's going to have some dings and dents, sure. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But, like, carbon fiber material is expensive. So is titanium. But we have a composite that's lightweight and strong. It's like the SR-71 on steroids for like, your suit, a bodysuit. Anyways, that's Sarko's defense. We're talking about it. Federal, state, local, and international government agency Sarko's defense identifies capability gaps and it takes research and development efforts as well as rapid systems integration. You guys just remember that. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about investing, shall we? Just real quick. We'll be walking around here next to the different models you guys can see. When you come to a robotics company like this, and you meet, you know, a pushy salesman like me, right? Car salesman. And you think, oh, how many different models could they have? How fancy could they get? I mean, just like a car, you don't just make one style of car, one make and model. You have different kinds, different needs. People have different desires. I think we could all get to the top of Denali. What do you guys think? Sarcos Robotics is a leader in industrial robotic systems that augment human performance by combining human intelligence, instinct, and judgment with the strength, endurance, and precision of machines to enhance employee safety. It's all about safety, number one, and productivity, profits, going home early, treating our employees nice, take the day off, get a raise. Leveraging more than 30 years of research and development, Sarcos Mobile Robotic Systems, including the Guardian S remote visual inspection and surveillance robot. And don't worry, I'll show you what the Guardian S is and the Guardian GT large-scale dexterous industrial robot. You guys are gonna see them all. Guardian XO, full body, battery-powered, industrial exoskeleton, and the Guardian XT, highly dexterous, mobile robot revolutionizing the future of work wherever physically demanding work is done or dangerous physically demanding let's talk about danger safety first it's hot get get sarcos we'll get in there hot or not sarcos s-t-r-c that's the ticker that's if you want to invest in Sarcos, you want to hit a home run, long-term. Sweden, Sweden, NATO, Finland, NATO. In one month, they got the applications, it's an emergency process. Forget the Warsaw, forget the freaking Warsaw Pact. Okay, we're talking about NATO here, and we're talking about selling some robots, right? And so then, that's when I would come, like, I'd have, I would have planned this out and I would have made sure, is anyone vegetarian here? What's your favorite food or what, 
you know, what are you into? What kind of food do you like? Probably had some long flights. Everyone's probably a little bit tired. They probably don't want to hear a sales pitch at Sarcos. They, they probably just don't want to hear it. But if, if you're talking about a free freaking chainsaw right out the door, okay, they're listening. <laughs> and then, right then, like I'm telling about the Guardian, XT, one of our most dexterous model yet. And it's like, oh, look, food. Look, what's up. You know, thanks, Janine. Thanks, Janine, for the food. For bringing in the food in. That's Janine. She's our secretary. We're family here at Sarkos. We're like a family. All of us. All the employees. We get along so well. And so, I'm just going to let you guys hang out here for a minute. Go ahead and have some sandwiches. There's some drinks over there. If you guys need anything, I'm just going to be right over there. Looking at checking out the brochures making sure everyone's here who needs to be here because we have to do some security clearances here guys a little classified stuff so i gotta make i just gotta double check them have some freaking sandwiches and 20 minutes what do you guys say 20 30 minutes we'll just kind of get back get back on track as long as i don't have to kick anyone out right <laughs> Oh, the Sarcos episode? Oh yeah, everyone knows about it. Sarcos knows about it. Biofire. That's where we're at right now. I'm not even by Sarcos yet. We're going to walk up there and take some photos and then we're going to Skedaddle. But last year, I did a sort of a satirical, sort of a mock thing. When I was still like really serious and stuff. And had hope and everything was different a year ago. I must have sounded different. It was Biofire. I did a whole thing on Biofire. And it was like a goof, it was a gag. And it was Biofire, spontaneous combustion. It's like hit, like a hitman. I think the line was, Biofire, get it for when your boss says, fix it. Classic, classic. Well, it, Biofire, spontaneous combustion. It's the latest, it's the latest spontaneous combustion te technology. Let us know who messed up We'll take care of the rest. Biofire, get it for when your boss says, fix it. That was a year ago and now we're doing Sarcos. Not even planned. I was talking about Sarcos yesterday and I don't think my listeners at home were like believing me. They're like, stop, they, they don't have those robotic suits. They don't, there's no armies. Sweden and Finland didn't join NATO. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And yes, there are. Well, Sarcos Robotics, STRC, I think, wasn't it? Wasn't that what it was? Whoops, it almost freaking fell. I love how I was calling it a Raytheon. 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 Raytheon? Sarcos. Sarcos, Raytheon. I'm telling you, man, you're gonna need, you're gonna need a ton of foot soldiers on Denali. You're gonna need them everywhere. A Denali shoot on Everest. I don't know if I I don't know if I want to sneak in front of everyone on the way up to Everest. I think there still might be some We'll have to wait a few years to do that. But Denali is number 2. So, we need to get some some robots on Denali. Like we all know that, right? Over in Talkeetna, not Talkeetna, it's Seward. Seward, Alaska. In Seward, there's installments, installations from World War II still. You have to take a, a boat out to see them. But there's 
like little shacks, basically like forts, um, shelters at the top of these mountains along that little coast area in Seward, Alaska. And it's kind of, man, it's so cold, I imagine, in the winter. Like, how did anyone build anything on top of that? And how did it last from World War II? But they took some serious, they took everything seriously. And they're at the top and they, they built that little fort. And it's still there today. It goes to show the, the engineering prowess of the United States government and military. And so all jokes aside, you guys, I appreciate you guys flying in from out of town. I know it can be kind of tiring, kind of stressful with everything, you know, these unprecedented times. But talking about those bunkers up there in Seward, Alaska, that's the, that's the type of quality that, that we want to do. We want to leave a legacy. So whether you, if it's just a chainsaw, you guys want to get a dozen of those. Or if you want to get a dozen of uh, the XTs, the Guardian XT, that's fine too. But they're going to last. They're not going to break down on you. They're not going to... Safety first, productivity, but we also... We don't believe in not producing a quality product. So just like those bunkers, you're going to see a lot of these exoskeletons littered along the, the trail up to Denali. To the top of Denali, 20,000 feet. You get them underwater. We'll get them in the snow, we'll get them in the rain, get them to the top of Denali. Amelia Earhart, Lindbergh, the Wright brothers. I think it was, uh, oh, I don't know, I can't remember his name. It was in 1908, I think, the British flight. All right, so let's go over some product details, if I may. Okay, so Sarkos, Robotics is a leader in industrial robotic systems that augment human performance. Guardian XT, that's our top of the line. They're all top of the line, but that's the one with all, you know, the best bells and whistles. Now, I talked a little bit about the subsidiary, RE2 LLC. They achieved a technical milestone with Dexterous Underwater Robotic Gripper for the United States Navy. The company bolsters its end-of-arm tooling capabilities with tactile feedback for underwater manipulation, Pittsburgh Business Wire. That's like straight from the top. It's a wholly owned subsidiary of Sarkos, RE2 is. And that's what they announced. That's what they announced. It's a underwater it's a dexterous underwater gripper for the united states navy yeah a strong tactile maritime hand for feeling inspecting sensing and handling starfish an underwater end of arm tooling eot project being funded through u.s navy's office of naval research Starfish is an advanced gripper, EOT, advanced, yeah, the tactile, excuse me, <laughs> no, I know what I'm talking about, with tactile feedback, why would I try and sell you something that I don't know what I'm even freaking talking, of course I do, tactile feedback that is being developed 
for mine countermeasures. An explosive ordnance disposal, EOD, for the United States Navy. With this technical milestone, the company has successfully assembled and lab-tested a complete starfish gripper capable of grasping and holding a variety of different objects. It's a subsidiary wholly owned by Sarcos. Wholly owned. Lab testing starfish prototype used three tactile sensing fingers to successfully achieve a variety of fine and large gripping skills, including squeezing a pair of tweezers and grasping large objects. Each finger conforms to the shape it is grasping, enabling it to securely hold objects upon contact. Right? That's what I'm talking about, right? First quarter, financial results, everything's looking sound. Got a webcast for other stuff. Sarcos, that, well, we acquired RE2. We acquired that company. You know, we made them part of the Sarcos family in, on April 25th as well. So there's a lot to keep up with here, guys. Like award-winning robotics, it's... It's something new every day, and we got to try and keep up. So who's interested? Who wants to buy... Who wants to buy some robots here? Anyone? Yeah? Well, not so fast. I have some other stuff to talk about. I have some other... uh, I think if I can get there. All right. Now, let's discover Sarkos Robotics... Robotics, excuse me. Sarcos Robotics. Let's go over some products. You want to? Why can't I get to their <laughs> technical difficulties? All right. Guardian S. That's probably our. That's probably our most popular model. It's the most affordable. It's kind of like. It's not the fanciest. They're all quality, top top of the line. But it's not just a backpack it's not a chainsaw either none of them are just a backpack except for these free sarcos backpacks who wants them hands up guardian s let's go load it up why am i having technical difficulties this should this type of stuff shouldn't exist at sarcos where's my assistant at he needs to be fired we don't play games remote visual inspection and surveillance robot that's guardian s remote visual inspection and surveillance robot meet guardian s a premier surveillance and inspection tool the guardian s robot is uniquely capable cost effective and easily portable weighing approximately eight kilograms that's seven pounds for my red-blooded americans the robot 17 pounds eight kilograms The robot can reliably traverse challenging terrain and facilitate two-way real-time video voice and data communication all from a safe distance. Guardian S. It's like a full-on robot. Don't worry, I got the brochures for you guys too. These are good for bomb squads, uh, SWAT teams, special, you know, tactics unit. You guys having a little problem with uh, Occupy Wall Street, are you? I know I got a couple bankers here. Get one of these robots out there. 
firing in some tear gas on at, at those peaceful protesters, those violent protesters who need to get a job, all of them, just out there on the streets trying to, you know, take away our hard-earned money and our profits. <laughs> the nerve. Guardian S robot use cases. Let's talk about it. Public safety applications. We we're just kind of touching on that. Providing situational awareness for tactical operations, detecting hazardous materials, relaying critical intelligence, hazmat applications. I didn't even, hey, that didn't even cross my mind. Offering a unique opportunity to keep first responders out of harm's way by letting them check readings and collect data from a distance. Safety first, get them back, back home to their families, give them a raise. Inspection applications, entering areas previously considered inaccessible for a wide range of industrial and infrastructure ins inspections. Uh, Fukushima? Fukushima. Look, Japan was already very orderly and they handled the situation as, <laughs> bugs, as best as best they could. There's a freaking like red bug that landed on my hand. They handled the situation the best they could, but those, that earthquake, it, th those reactors, they're gonna, you can't get in there. I mean, Chernobyl, just a, a simple water, a cooling redundancy, something overlooked, over-engineered, too many, too many redundancies, shit. Case study. We got case studies, G dust extraction system. You don't want to get, if you, you can't even breathe, it's smoky. Mesothe mesothelioma, asbestos. The GE risk mitigation team was looking to replace the manual inspection process of having two employees on a scissor lift, and give me a break, to examine dust extraction system ducts on a scissor lift? No, the only thing we put on a scissor lift these days are those chainsaws. That yeah, comped. Top of the line. White paper powering up the power sector. Downtime is costly and examining assets can be challenging. Multi-purpose inspection robots are helping the power sector reduce downtime and keep employees safe. Give them a raise. Built to save lives and prevent injury. Safety first, simple remote controls allows operators to get up to speed quickly and enables safe, safer surveillance and payload deployments, enhanced hazard detection, explore high risk areas above and below ground, relaying reconnaissance information real time. I'm gonna do this in real time. Camera guy, you getting this? Immediate situational awareness. We're talking about self-awareness a lot in this podcast, <laughs> it's Sarcos, and performs ongoing observation and investigation of dangerous environments to keep its operator out of harm's way. We don't, the bomb squad, I mean, if we can get that bomb to a place, just get it out of here. Let's put it on the Guardian S, quick. Can it go over there? Can it pick it up? We're, well, we'll do some demonstrations. Not with bombs, no. This is we're, we're about safety first. We're trying to keep people out of harm's way. If there were a bomb squad, I don't there's an old video, it's graphic. I mean, he's decked out in all of the protective gear that 
you know, that a bomb, someone who can defuse a bomb, a bomb technician, as much gear as you can have to, to be protected and still, you know, that bomb goes off. We don't want that to happen. We want to keep, get them home safe. Built for your mission, custom engineering solutions enable rich data gathering without compromising worker safety, extending human capabilities, ruggedized all-terrain design, navigate indoor and outdoor, outdoor territory with up to three miles of battery capacity and probably get a little bit more than that. And we just put three miles and probably get about four and a half out there before you have to turn around. Four and a half, one way, we'll bring it if it doesn't go past, if you can't get, you, you can't want to get, <laughs> excuse me, you can't get your Guardian S out four and a half miles, then call me up. I'll, I'll come out and I'll switch. I'll switch out the battery for you. And I'll, I'll make sure we get you a battery that, you know, I'm not trying to waste anyone's time here. So if I say it's going to go four and a half miles, I'll fly out there. I'll, you know, a lot of people think I'm, I'm in just into sales, but you know, I have, I'm a certified optician through 2023 of American Board of Opticiering. I don't even have to be doing this job right now. I don't have to sell robots. I do it because I love it. I know that Sweden and Finland and NATO, it's easy, it's easy to deploy, comes packed in a compact, easy to carry case, and is deployable in less than two minutes. 360 video coverage, built-in cameras provide 12 hours of uninterrupted surveillance and 360 degree coverage with both daytime and nighttime vision, magnetic and water resistant, scales, ferromagnetic surfaces, and is IP65 certified to be dustproof and water protected. Now, electromagnetic disc discharge, that's a pretty generic thing to be worried about when you're in one of these robots. No, you're, you're, you're <laughs> man, I can't talk. You're operating one of these Guardian S's. You want to make sure that you don't have to worry about, oh, because of the static discharge, we fried the components. But give me a break. That's the first thing that we took care of that first thing. Scales, ferromagnetic surfaces, Cloud analytics and storage. Command center leverages Microsoft Azure cloud services and IoT Hub for cloud-based data analytics management and storage. Microsoft Azure, we're trying, I'm trying to get us a contract, you know, with some other companies as well. Enhanced security, that's not Microsoft. Well, we'll have Microsoft in that, not just exclusively, geez. Enhanced security per device authentication sets up individual identities and credentials for all connected devices. Seamless, it's a seamless integration. And there's no work. It's just like when, I when I'm doing the podcast, we switch it to an intro, we're doing a commercial, Bluetooth headphones, it's seamless. Bluetooth speakers, microphones, Command center functionality enables remote oversight of robot fleet location, diagnostics and monitoring and access authorization for robot controls and sensors. 
Protect physical devices, connections, and data. Retain the confidentiality of both cloud to device and device to cloud message. I'm, you know, it's confidential. We're not gonna, your personal data is safe and no one's gonna do anything about that, interfere with that. That's the Guardian S. It's just something you could get for your police force. Got some police captains in here. You guys want to look at the XT? You guys want to go over a little overview of the XT? All right, it's my favorite robot here. And we'll wrap it up. We'll take some photos and call it it. We'll get wrap it up. You guys can write your checks out to Sarcos. That's one million dollars out to Sarcos, right, guys? Guardian XT teleoperated dexterous robot safely extending human capabilities in complex industrial environments the guardian xt highly dexterous mobile robot combines robotic strength precision with human judgment ingenuity via teleoperation for unparalleled productivity and safety in dangerous complex and unstructured industrial environments. That apartment building, it's on fire. It's not safe to get in there. It's not even finished, we're not even finished building it. We're running out of batteries here, guys, on my phone. I should I should have charged my phone up. We gotta get this information quick. It's versatile design enables mounting to various mobile and lift platforms and allows operators to control their trade tools remotely while working at height or ground level. There you go. That's the chainsaw. How about we do one more? You guys want to go over one more here? We'll do the Guardian XO. How about that? For one rounds of batteries. It's a full body powered exoskeleton. Round of applause over here. Meet Guardian XO. And then someone will like come stomping through on it. If I could, if I could, if it's safe. That's when I'll, that's the, that's the sales pitch that'll really do it. Everyone stomping in on it, dressed like a velociraptor. The Guardian Exo full body skeleton, exoskeleton is the world's first battery powered industrial robot to combine human intelligence, instinct, and judgment with power, endurance, precision of machines, set to transform the way work gets done, set to transform the way we get to the top of Denali and leave everyone behind, <laughs> base camp. The Guardian XO industrial exoskeleton augments operator strength with, without restricting freedom of movement to boost productivity while dramatically reducing injuries. Safety first, freedom. It's the 4th of July. Let's go take some photos. We're at Sarcos. It's a Sarcos episode. Like a horse's ass. I don't think they're here anymore. I think Sarcos might have moved. Yeah, I know everything about robots. No. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. But I don't see a lot of... <laughs> they might have moved. Hey, everyone. This is Bling Vera. I did a Sarko special. Only to realize, hey, Sarko's moved. This is why I don't put a lot of... This is why I don't put a lot of time into, like, scripts and stuff. Because then this is... <sighs> Sarkos has moved. Our new address. They're over by that big haunted house. Well, they're an industrial park, industrial area. This probably wasn't the best place. Still would have worked just fine though. It did, I mean, Sarkos. But there's no robots. They moved. 
they're not here. Well, that's that. Uh, no photos, but at least I got the pitch. Who wants the scuba? Who wants the scooter guardian XT? Anyone? We got, someone's whacking away on that chainsaw already. All right, that's what I like to see. Thanks for coming out to Sarcos. Sorry to let you down at the end. With, they don't get to see any robots, you guys. Thanks for flying out, though. Imagine how humiliating that would feel. I mean, I'm pretty humiliated because, you know, a little bit, but it was a pretty good pitch. And I, to be fair, I haven't thought about them for until last night. And they're expanding NATO, Sweden, Finland. So, Sarkos, this place is too small. This building's too small. You can't make robots here. Well, you can, but not... Uh, not NATO quantity robots. Two new NATO countries need how many orders? Yeah, we can't build those here. We don't do that here. We don't abandon robots in the Sarkos parking lot. And I, I had, I had, I had the pitch perfect. I was gonna sell some robots today. Well, I should have known that they were expanding. I mean, I should have known. Of course, not, of course, it's not gonna be here. All right, put your checkbooks away. Have a safe flight back. Don't forget your chainsaws, your Sarkos chainsaws. Comped, comped. No, this is usually when I would just go, you know what, F this episode, but I have to follow through. That's gonna be a two-part mini-series. We should have known that they're expanding. Should have known better, but at least we have, do we have the audience's attention with Sarkos now? So what can you do? I mean, you got all the way here to the end of this episode, so what can you do now? What should you do? Let's pay attention to things happening abroad. NATO, those two, Sweden. We're talking about Sweden here, you guys. Like, Sweden, 200 years. Remember we were talking about friendships that go back about 200 years that were broken with France and the United States from diesel hybrid electric submarines? In Australia? Like, I don't need any more proof about anything, about any of my paranoia or like assumptions and exaggerations. I don't. Because if these, if two countries, one of them being freaking Sweden, and I mentioned Finland too, like Finnish people, they're no joke either. Like, but, but Sweden, like Finland and Russia have a, a history anyways. Like. It, they're Finnish people and they're ski, they're ski ops, man. Like, they can do some serious damage. Like, a few people on skis in Finland can, can wipe out, like decimate. So we're not really concerned too much about that. They can definitely hold their own against the Red Army. But Sweden? They've always been out. They've been out of it. And now they're in it. My entire life, they've been a reference of like, yeah, I'm, I'm neutral, I'm like Sweden. I don't like war. Finland and NATO, Sweden and NATO. It's like two countries at once in one month. Like, okay. So let's start paying attention to that. Let's try to keep abreast of current events just so we're not ignorant, ignorant to the issues. Um, I think that's about it. I hope you guys were entertained. I hope you guys don't drink and drive. Definitely do not drink and drive this weekend. Even if it's tempting, even if it's tempting, it's not worth it.
So there's a lot of accidents that happen around this holiday and there's a lot of police too. So just don't risk it. No drinking and driving. And other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as deflating as it was at the end, how humiliating. Sarko's pitch guy can't be doing this all day. I mean, we're gonna fabricate, we're gonna fabricate our own submarine scuba scuba robot we're gonna go we're going to the top of Denali I'm gonna take you there so help me for my cold dead hands and it is cold up there thanks so much for listening you guys are the coolest 